Happy days, everyone. Welcome to the Just Michelle Talking Podcast. And I'm Michelle because I wouldn't be anybody else, really. I actually don't know how to be anybody else, which I realize is kind of a random thing to say. But people often compliment me on things like being honest and being direct and being bloody blah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to be anything else. Sorry. No good at faking it. I'm like utter crap at being something other than me. So maybe it's kind of appropriate that I gave this podcast such a, a basic upfront title because it is what it is. It's just me talking about stuff, really. Today on the podcast, I'm talking about sparkly shoes and why they're necessary in life. Now, I would love to tell you that all things sparkly are necessary all the time, but I'm going to give you specific reasons why you need sparkly shoes, even true for the men out there listening to this, by the way. And I thought I'd start with telling you a little bit of a story. So when I was in the sixth grade, my mom bought me the most amazing pair of tennis shoes ever. Enough that now in my right mid-40s, I remember these shoes very clearly. I literally can close my eyes and remember opening the box on the day we got them. So they were silver high tops, and this is very 80s, right? They were silver high tops, and the top part, like the high top part, was like puffy kind of. I don't know how to explain that, but they were just sort of puffy. And the shoes were coated in a metric ton of silver and blue glitter. So they were these super sparkly high tops, and they were a really big deal. And they were a big deal because she had to special order them for me because I have really big feet. I'm like a women's size 12. It is such a drama being a women's size 12. And it's really hard to find shoes, but that's another story. So my mom had to special order them for me from the kids' shoe store. And there they are making a women's pair, but next door, whatever. Anyway, and they were like a really, really big deal. And my mom to this day calls them my Michael Jackson shoes. I, I think because they sort of were sparkly like his glove. I, I don't really know why she called them that, to be honest. But as an 80s kid, that description was as good as any. This is before we knew that Michael Jackson was a terrible person who did terrible things. But anyhow, I digress. So the day I got these sparkly shoes, I went absolutely bonkers with joy literally jumping up and down when we got the box. And I remember that when I opened the box, we were driving down the freeway in LA, which is like, you know, a gajillion miles an hour. And I remember rolling down the window and shouting out of the car window about how amazing my mom is like, I have the best mom in the world. My shoes are so cool, whatever. And I can only describe this as a knockdown drag out happy tantrum looking at them in the box with my eyes shining. And I remember sitting in the car going down the freeway a Jillian miles an hour and changing my shoes and wiggling my toes in them and just feeling like I, they were just amazing shoes. I wish I still had them actually, or I could like recreate them somehow, but they were just incredible. And to this day, my mom remembers my reaction to those shoes because they were the most beautiful shoes in the world. And I, I guess for her, she probably also remembers it a little bit because I'm not a shoe and clothes person, generally speaking. I don't get too excited about stuff like shoes and clothes and material goods, but these ones, I lost my ever-loving mind about these Michael Jackson high-top shoes. So I think part of why I love them is because I was, for the first time in my life, a kid with cool shoes, 
remembering that when you are 12 years old and you have women size 12 feet, there's really like not a lot of funky footwear hanging out in that section, right? In the women's shoe section and certainly not for a kid. And by the way, as an adult, I am still searching for funky shoes in that size, but this is a whole other story. I will say it's gotten a lot better, okay? But back then in the mid eighties, the chances of a kid like me with big giant feet finding super cool shoes was not a thing. So getting those was a really big deal. And here I am, you know, 40 some odd years old and I have never forgotten those shoes. And I've certainly never forgotten how they've made me feel. And as it happens these days, glitter is very much back in fashion. Although I would, of course, argue that glitter never left. Uh, because, you know, now you can find like glitter covered things everywhere from like people making glitter unicorn lattes to journal covers, phone covers, you know, sparkly water bottles. And as it happens, shoes. You can now find a lot of sparkly shoes, even for adults. And a little while ago, I went shopping with one of my daughters and we found the sparkliest freaking tennis shoes you have ever seen. Now, they weren't high tops. They were just like low top lace-up shoes. But I, of course, fell in love with them on site and they didn't actually have my size. They had one size bigger. This is not a thing, but this actually happened to me. Anyway, I bought them anyway because I certainly was not going to leave sparkly runners behind. That was just not a thing. And I just realized that I used the expression runners, which is a very Aussie expression. Anyway, I was not going to leave sparkly tennis shoes behind. There you go. I just made that more American for you all. And for the massive sum of, I think it was like 17 bucks, it was cheap. I got myself some sparkly fabulous and i mean fabulous kicks covered in silver glitter with just the hint of blue glitter in them it was like seriously my michael jackson shoes reimagined for the next generation and i bought these by the way at kmart which as everybody knows is like the house of cool right no not quite (laughs) but anyway these were super amazing shoes and i bought them and i wore them pretty much every day for several years now. And I, and I barely took them off. And rather than look at my phone when I walk, I totally used to look down on my feet and admire them. I would like move my feet around in the sunshine so that I could see them sparkle because like, yeah, that is totally me, the dork at the, at the stoplights doing some sort of like weird foot thing, staring at my feet. And honestly, I feel like people sitting in their cars are like, does that chick have like a spider in her shoe or like what is going on there and the answer is no no spider but i have awesome glittery shoes on my feet and it must be at maximum sparklage at all time i freaking love sparkly glittery things those shoes have garnered me a lot of positive attention as well so by now that i've told you all about my love affair with sparkly shoes you're probably wondering what like okay where are we going with this where are we going with this sparkly shoe thing so as it happens like sparkly glittery shoes have a lot to do with with life choices which i'm might be drawing a long bow here but i don't think so so let's be honest i mostly just wanted to say did you know that kmart makes sparkly shoes in my size under 20 bucks but what i also want to tell you is this there's actually several things that glitter covered shoes have to do with life So the first thing is that sometimes it's the smallest things which bring us the most joy. And I think we should really revel in that. Small joys are awesome. Find the small things which make you happy and embrace those things as fully as you can. And do not apologize for them. 
you really, really have to take the time to enjoy the stuff that makes you happy. We have become a society that does not appreciate the small joys very often. We're not mindful about these things at all. I am getting way more value out of these shoes than the 17 bucks or whatever it was that I paid for them. Take the time to stop and actually enjoy this stuff. If you have a favorite ice cream that you love, rather than just like eat the whole tub and not even feel it as it slides down your throat, really savor that first bite and let it like roll around in your tongue. Do you love having, I don't know, like freshly laundered bed sheets? So take a minute before you fall asleep and do sheet angels on them. And for those of you who don't know what a sheet angel is, it's like a snow angel, only you do it in sheets and you shout with glee, clean sheets, clean sheets, clean sheets, when you do it, okay? Totally a thing. You should do that, right? If you like the sound of rain on your roof and it starts to rain, like stop and listen really closely and let that sound wash over you. I think we take the small joys for granted, and we shouldn't. We should literally bathe in the gloriousness, which is small, awesome stuff. Next time you buy, do, get, say, or hear something that makes you happy, just stop for a minute and enjoy the happy. Now, as it happens, on that same shopping trip, I noticed that Kmart had actually three different colors of glittery shoes on offer. They had the silver ones that I loved they, and, and I bought. They had black glittery ones and they had rose gold glittery ones. Like side note, what is the obsession with rose gold? I don't know because I don't like it. But anyway, hardly the point here. So here's the cool part about this. I could, granted they weren't much money, but I could easily afford to buy all three pairs if I wanted to. And the ability to make that choice to buy all three is what financial freedom means to me. So I'm going to talk about money and finances and stuff, maybe in another episode, maybe not. I don't know. But just briefly, let me tell you that my financial philosophy is that I'm not living to work or working to live or whatever. To me, money is not all about never having to think about it again. It's about choice. I don't want a life of financial freedom where I never have to think about money. That's not, not the thing. I want to think about it a lot. I want to think about how to invest it. I want to think about who to share it with. I want to think about what communities I want to support with it. I want to think about what good I can do in the world with it. So I always am aiming not to build a life of financial freedom, but a financial choice where I can choose to buy the one pair of sparkly shoes or I can choose to buy all three. Now, sure, all three pairs, we're talking Kmart here, right? So all three pairs is only like 51 bucks or something, which is, by the way, a freaking bargain if you ask me for sparkly, shoey goodness. But anyway, but I want to be able to easily afford them all. Or I want to be able to afford to walk across from Kmart to a super fancy store where 50 bucks will buy me like half a shoelace. It's all about choice for me. And within that choice is where the financial freedom lies. Now, as it happens, I didn't buy the other ones, right? I told you I don't really like rose gold. I don't get it. And the black one, black, right? Why have black when you can have silver? Seriously. But anyway, plus also the black glitter didn't give me the like joyful glittery feel. So I had to leave them behind. 
But the point is that I could buy them if I wanted to. And for me, that's what choice and financial choice is about. Being able to choose if I am somebody who wants to buy three pairs of glittery shoes or if I'm somebody who cares more about buying half a shoelace across the road. Neither one is good or bad. Neither, I have no judgment about either. It's about understanding that your money goes to what you care about, yeah? Another lesson we can all learn from sparkly glittery shoes is to screw the haters, right? I have often been told, and not in a positive way, that I walk to the beat of my own drummer. I've often been told that I do my own thing. I've often been told that I'm brave, that I'm independent, that I'm direct, that I'm all kinds of things. I'm unlike anybody else they've ever met. I'm an original. I'm blah-de-blah, blah-blah, blah-blah-blah. And sometimes people throw those expressions around as compliments. But to be honest, we all know that those things, like saying, oh, you really walk to the beat of your own drummer. Oh, you really do your own thing. Oh, you really don't give a shit what other people think. Honestly, that's thinly veiled judgment about how you are making choices which are not the socially acceptable norm. And or while that person might admire it, it's still not the norm. Yeah? So I've reached a point in my life where I simply do not care if people are going to judge me for wearing glittery shoes or anything else that matters. Because in the cost-benefit analysis of these shoes, the joy that I get from wearing what I want and staring at my sparkly feet is about a squillion times more important than whatever rubbish people are going to say about me. And the joy that I feel is going to last a whole lot longer than the few seconds of hurt that their stupid commentary causes. I don't like it when people say to me things like, you know, oh, you walk to the beat of your own, whatever, dude. And you know what? If I'm going to walk to the beat of my own drum, I'm going to be doing that walking in sparkly runners. That's just the thing, right? After I bought, I bought these shoes, a few people commented again in a not terribly kind way. And usually accompanied by some like disapproving head shake that these shoes are really teenagery. Okay. And, (laughs) I mean, I fail to see the problem here. To me, the teenagers of today are fun, they're bold, they're occasionally irresponsible, they're slightly crazy, they're full of hormones, they're also full of hope. The teenagers of today are brave. The teenagers of today are making a difference in this world. The teenagers of today get to run amok and live off their parents for free food and housing usually. They get to experiment with drinking and piercings and they get to be brave and try new stuff and make stupid life choices and just generally be amazing people. And teenagers these days are also activists and they're taking responsibility for the world ahead of them. I think teenagers are the coolest people on earth in many, many ways. So if my shoes are teenagery, if my shoes are fun and brave and occasionally irresponsible, I'm totally cool with that. In fact, thanks for the compliment. I think my shoes are teenagery too, yeah? Here's another one for you. That it's kind of what under, what's under the glitter that matters also. Sometimes it matters more. Sometimes it matters just as much. Probably depends a little bit on the item. But if the outside is good and the inside's really uncomfortable, yeah, you kind of have a problem. So generally speaking in life, it's not enough 
for something to be all that on the outside and a whole lot of nothing on the inside. This is true for shoes. This is true for humans. When we take the time to build a solid, strong, brilliant foundation, and then we cover it with glitter, we're unstoppable. Quality matters. Quality really matters. So build comfortable shoes. Work on making your mental health as strong as it can be. Build solid relationships. Learn communication skills, decision-making skills. Just be a good human on the inside. And then the sparkle on the outside is just adding to it as opposed to covering up the disaster happening on the inside, right? As a side note, by the way, I totally expected that for like 17 bucks, I would be leaving a trail of glitter everywhere I walked. I thought these shoes were going to fall apart in like 10 minutes. They didn't. They're still very much alive and well. However, I have enhanced them. I took the white laces out of them and I replaced them with rainbow laces because of course I did, right? But here's the thing. I remember thinking at the time, oh my God, for 17 bucks, these things are going to fall apart in five minutes and I'm going to end up leaving like a trail of glitter everywhere as the glitter falls off. And at the time I was like, okay, that's not an actual problem either. Okay, it's an environmental problem, but it's not like a life problem because I kind of like the idea of leaving a glittery trail everywhere I walk. Yeah, that's kind of a nice idea, right? Like everywhere you go, you leave a little sparkle behind. I really like that idea. So sadly, much to my happiness, like slash disappointment, I have yet to use a, lose a single sparkle. Those shoes are still alive and well, by the way. Uh, and it's been some years now since I bought them and I really love them. I still really love them. Anyway, and so I, just buy sparkly shoes, seriously. Because, you know, that's, I guess that's the other thing, right? In addition to me being happy that they lasted forever, but not everything has to last forever in order to be awesome. Now, I have got no idea what happened to my Michael Jackson shoes. I think I wore them out and then my mom trashed them or something because she didn't like stuff that got worn out or, or maybe because glitter became like temporarily uncool with me. I honestly, I, I don't know what happened to those shoes and I wish I did know what happened to those shoes, but I don't. But the point is they didn't last forever and that's totally okay. It's not time which makes something worthy of pride or worthy of importance or memorable. It's not necessarily how long you have something which makes it worth having in your life. You don't have to trash life experiences or shoes because they only lasted for a little while, right? And the same is true of other things. Like some of the best relationships I've had were short-lived. Some of the best jobs I've had, short-lived. People I've interacted with, very short-lived. Some of the best desserts I've eaten, extremely short-lived. Some of the best business ideas I had only lasted a short while, but they still added loads of value to my life. So things don't necessarily need to last a long time in order to be worthy or valuable or have meaning to us, yeah? And probably the last thing I want to tell you is just buy the freaking glittery shoes. It is so easy to deny ourselves small, joyful treats. And in that moment, I can tell you I struggled with it too and I had a whole lot of excuses. I didn't actually need new shoes. I had enough of them. I didn't have a special occasion to wear them to other than, you know, like life. Maybe it wasn't in the budget. Maybe people would judge me. Where am I going to put these things? Like, where am I going to store these shoes? Well, duh, the answer is on my freaking feet. But anyway, my kids might steal them from me, which is a legitimate problem. 
you know, there's starving children in the world. We don't need more shoes in the landfill. The, matter, the money would be better used towards my mortgage and on and on and on. But honestly, screw that, man. Sometimes you just have to buy the glittery shoes and feel no guilt and suck as much joy and happiness out of them as you possibly, possibly can. Look, to anyone else, Maybe this is just a ridiculous pair of sparkly shoes and they have no real meaning, right? Maybe. But to me, that pair of sparkly runners, the whole $17 I spent, represented so much more. But above all else, they were about joy. They were about having choices in my life. And they were a perfect example of you do you. Sometimes all that really matters is knowing that this thing, be that sparkly shoes or a really great dessert or some new game or a book or an afternoon spent laying in the sunshine eating a ridiculous amount of M&Ms, it just needs to bring you joy, however fleeting. And on that, let me say, may we be happy, may we be healthy, may we be safe And may we be at peace with the shoes we bought. And because, seriously, go buy some glitter shoes.